All right, I'm back. It's your boy Jerry Garcia here on a It's Not My Weekend podcast episode five, and it's Sunday, July 12th, I believe. It's the weekend. Uh, not much of a weekend nowadays, right? But uh, we're doing what we can. It's uh, Sunday afternoon, yana tarde way. So it's, I'm about to go get the kids a little bit, um, and uh, I have a few minutes right now to hang out with you guys, check in, see how y'all doing. Because it's getting hot out there and there's very little to do. I don't know what's open. I don't know if the beaches are open. I'm not much of a beach guy. I don't know how to swim. I hate the heat and I don't like sand, dog. So, but I mean, I'm down to go kick it like in the boardwalk and the pier and the like the restaurants and anywhere that's there's no like sand involved or wall, water. I'm down with that. But, uh, other than that, I, I I can't. There's no way I'm getting in that Pacific Ocean, bro. There's no way. Dog. I don't know how people could do that. It's disgusting, fool. Oh, ah. I don't know. I just think of it as like sewer water. It's green. It's ugly. It's cold. It's salty. It's dirty. It's trashy. It's all my ex girlfriend was. And I'm uh, <laughs> just kidding. Oh shit. Uh, and. Uh, yeah, dog, I don't know how people could get in that motherfucker, right? Um, so now it's getting hotter, right? We hit 100 degrees here in L.A., which is super hot, uh, too hot. It's like a spring day in Arizona here, and I can't deal with that, right? Uh, no one can. Fucking hate the heat. Hate. I don't know how people in Arizona do Texas. I don't know how you do it in Vegas. I don't. I don't get it, dog. I don't get how. I. I. I, I don't know. It's beautiful cities, beautiful homes. I get it. I like. I get that part, right? Of course. You know, you get to buy yourself a nice house, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Gets you a beautiful three, four bedroom house, two bathrooms, nice backyard, full. Pero. You got to live, your neighbor is the fucking sun itself, right? Like, you got to, like, burn your whole life to live there, right? And it's, I don't know, man. I, I get, I, I'm just spoiled. I was blessed to be born in L.A. where it's perfect always weather-wise. And so for me, any type of extreme weather is, it, it, I'm going to fuss about it, fool. I'm going to complain about it, bro, all right? Uh, and, uh, you know, I've been to the East Coast, I've been to the North, to the Chicago's in the cold, I've been to the fucking Washington's in the cold, I've been to the Indianapolis in the cold, and Seattle's in the cold, and I've been to the Arizona's in the summer, and the Texas in the summer, and the fucking Miami's in the summer, I get it, those are extreme weathers that you just like, what the fuck, and you put up with it because you're there for a short period of time, right, so you deal with it. You laugh about it even because, hey, I'll be home in a couple of days. I'll be all right. But imagine living there, dog. I mean, I know a lot of people listening from these places, man. I'm not bashing them, bro. I mean, they're beautiful places, beautiful women out there. Uh, but to live like that all year, every year, uh, it takes a special type of people to do that, man. And props to y'all, man. Props to y'all, but then again, talking to the guy who's fucking hanging on here in LA, right, where everything's fucking expensive, dog. I just step outside to my driveway and I'm fucking, fucking wasting thirty dollars on something, 
right? Everything's going up. I went fucking paletero. Paletero comes here like round around every five minutes. Full paletas are three dollars now, fool. Three dollars for a fucking Tweety popsicle, fool. Three dollars, die. Three fifty for a single Sunday, die. Now it's a pasan, we. That's a lay, fool. You know. Anyway. I don't know. I don't know what to talk about because because of the, of the addition. There's nowhere to go, fool. I try. I try to go outside. I haven't been nowhere all weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, just staying home, fool. Inside as, as much as possible. Do a little. I'm working out a little bit, you know, pushing the pressing the weights, trying to get my 2021 summer body going. Throwing these beaches open up. I get to walk the fucking boardwalk with my shirt off. Uh. Yeah, a little, doing a little workout, but obviously it's too hot for that too. So I'm not doing much of that, you know. Take, you know, maybe I'm, I usually do like three to five reps. I'm doing like one or two reps. Um, as soon as I start sweating, I quit. Fuck that. Same with the goals with sex. Anyways. Uh, okay, so now just chilling at home and um, fucking binging, you know. Gracias a Dios. I got that still, right? I got the Netflixes and the and the Hulus and the Amazon Primes and the uh, HBOs. Thank you to all the people who giving me their passwords. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm doing that and shit. And uh, right now I'm on a couple shows. Uh, I'm gonna uh, recommend the first show. It's been around for a while. I just got on it. I've always been hearing good things about it. I've heard great things about this show. But a few things have kept me from watching it, uh, but I'm on it, and I've been on it for the last two, three weeks now, maybe almost a month now. It's like pretty much all of June and July. Uh, sometime in June I started, and now it's obviously July. Um, the Marvelous Mrs. Mizell on, on Amazon Prime. All right, it's in season three, and I just started season three right now. Last night, I got into it. When I binge, I mean, I'll go like three, four episodes, and I'll take a break, and I'll watch something else, dog. And then I watched three, four episodes of something else. Uh, and then, uh, I, yeah, I can't go more than three, four because after that, I, I kind of zone out. I get distracted, obviously sleepy, hungry, tired, cranky, and I'm just not paying attention like I should be. So I'll I get off of it. I mean, I, I could get down. I could binge for all day and watch TV all day, but I can't watch the same thing all day. I have to change it up, mix it up, go from comedy to a fucking suspense to a thriller to a drama, back to a comedy, and then I'll watch shows that I've watched a million times just to clear my head a little bit and not have to think about what I'm watching. Like, obviously, it's my, The Office is my go-to show for that. Um... And so, but the marvelous Mrs. Mizell, bro. So this is a show about a chick from 1958 who's doing stand-up comedy and who gets into stand-up comedy. Obviously, that, that's an attraction, right? Everyone's told me, you got to watch this show. It's about a girl comedian. So they would lose me at girl and get me at comedian, right? So I don't know. Let me, I'll watch it eventually. I'll get to it type of shit. It was on my list. Uh and I'm fucking around, of course, right? It's just basically I always have a thing about. It. I'm not a big fan of girl comedians, right? And but there there are some funny ones. I can't name them right now because I can't think of any. But there are a lot of funny women comics out there, all right. And I'm just clowning. But okay, so I just I finally give it a shot. So I'm in season one. I'm a hook, fool. 
good show, great writing, great acting. The lead actress, I don't know her name, dog. I'm not good with these actresses' names, fool. But she gets down. She's dope. She's quick. She's witty. She's pretty. She's she's a full package, dog. And I'm in. I'm sold, dog. I like what they did with the story. It's about this girl, her and her husband. Uh, her husband wants to be a comedian. He goes. He bombs. He eats a dick. He's no good. She gives it a try because she gets like a little fascinated by this whole thing that her husband's trying to do. So she gets up and she's a natural. She kills. She gets down. She's funny. And uh, it goes off from there, right? She gets hooked. You get addicted. And she keeps it up. She keeps it going. Uh, and then you go through all the trials and tribulations of what, you know, stand-up comedy is in 1958, especially for women. The great Lenny Bruce, you know, it has a part of that show, is is, is a, a character on that show who is one of the legends of stand-up comedy, especially ahead of his time. At that time, he was doing a lot of amazing things that could not be said at the time. Uh I've seen I've seen some Lenny Bruce stuff on YouTube and let me tell you he's fucking amazing dog. He's like he could be funny today with his material. Um but anyway, um he's part of a show uh and this chick just carries the show well. Her parents amazing, amazing characters. Hilarious, dude. Her in-laws hilarious. Her husband who's her ex-husband back and so on. You got to watch. He's pretty damn good himself um it's hard to buy his character sometimes but overall the show's great it's one emmys i'm not the only one saying this it's i'm not even finished watching it i'm still in it i'm still i'm started season three last night um it it just before you get hooked it's just i love writing it's all about the writing the storytelling it's oh her manager that is the chick that does the voice of uh of uh family guy um Peter's wife, um, she comes out as her manager, and she is amazing. Uh, it's just it's a great show, dude. It's a great show. Uh, she's a hustler. She's obviously funny. The girl's funny on stage, and she's a natural. I think like I like the show that she's just a natural. She just starts talking on stage, and she's saying stuff that comes to her head, and it's funny. Um, she bombs as well. She just takes it serious, and it's just, uh, it takes you on a great ride, you know? It takes you on a great ride. Obviously, as a comedian myself, I connect, right? And she goes through a lot of shit, even in 1958, 59, and 1960. As a woman comedian, she goes through some shit, as myself, as a Latino comedian today would go through, right? Uh, So that's how I compare myself to her, you know? Women, you know... Not being allowed to get on stage, the white man is up there doing his thing, but you know, women are put off to the side. That's kind of where we at now, right? Like Latinos, it's just how it feels sometimes. Not like that, but it feels like that, right? Uh, but she still does her thing and just just proves herself. Every opportunity she gets, she takes advantage and she kills it on stage, and uh, that's basically how i connect with her like yo man i'm not gonna catch all the breaks all the time i'm not gonna be in hollywood i'm not gonna i mean all the time uh so but so when i do get invited to be part of these shows i have to fucking come through and do my thing right and that's what i get keeps me like it's just so attached to this girl's character and it's just she's great dude she's dope um Check it out if you get a chance. It's on Amazon Prime. The Marvelous Mrs. Mizell. It's funny. It's drama. 
it's a little, you know, it's it's cool, dude. It's a different type of comedy. It's really fast paced, a lot of just jarring back and forth. Every seems like everyone on that show gets great lines, uh, and so I think that's what keeps the show kind of moving. The dude from uh, Kazam is there, uh, the tall guy, the tall guy. Uh, that was dope, man. Uh, I like that guy, dude. I, I believe he's gonna. Um, Continue to be on the show Hopefully he's, he's funny fool That dude's dope man um, Anyway The Marvelous Mrs. Mizell Amazon Prime And uh, I definitely recommend it uh, Let me know what you think If you agree or disagree um, You know I'm You know I talk a lot of shit I'm 40 dog I talk a lot of shit about women And blah 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 This and that It's for fun uh, I'm growing I'm maturing Obviously I don't believe A lot of that stuff But it's funny to me still Right But uh, It is a trip to see This chick hustling Doing her thing As a mom As a divorcee Guys all trying to fuck her It's dope man So um, It's a cool show man The other show I just got on to And I got It was recommended to me By a friend Um she asked me to check this show out. She's been watching it. She's a very hipsterish chick. I think she listens to the podcast. Uh, she hit me up like, "Yo, have you checked out this show on Hulu called Rami? R A M Y, Rami." And uh, this guy, Rami, I don't know much about him, but he looks very familiar. I think he is a comic, a stand-up comic. I'm pretty sure he is. East Coast guys, I don't really follow a lot of East Coast comics to be honest with you. The same way they don't follow West Coast comics like myself. Um, but he is like a Egyptian dude or something like that, right? Yeah, Middle Eastern that cat. Uh, very cool show. I've I've only seen like five episodes, and I'm I'm gonna keep watching. It's a really good show. Rami R A M Y. This dude, he's a good looking dude. Uh, young guy, early twenties, just find, trying to find himself, you know, and uh, living in New York. Uh, which is always something cool to see because, you know, obviously I'm not from New York, so it's trying to see well, how other people live is also pretty cool. And dealing with is obviously with his Middle Eastern background and his family. It's nothing about stand-up comedy. I don't. He doesn't play a stand-up comedian. He just plays himself with his homies. And uh, so far, so good. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Again, good writing, good storytelling. Uh, you know, it's something that kind of we've seen in the past before. Uh, you know, about the guy just trying to find himself and trying to find a girl, and he's growing up and he's feeling lonely, and his friends around him are getting married and starting a family, and he's still living at his parents' house. Yes, it's a story we've seen before, but it takes you on a cool little ride, a different perspective, coming from a Middle Eastern, you know, uh, you know, a little bit of Latino vibes, of course, you know, very family uh, oriented and close to his parents and everyone around him, and. So that's how you connect as a Latino. You kind of connect through that with him. And then you get to learn a little bit about what these cats go through, man. You know, through with their uh, religion and stuff like that. You know, the prayers and how men are, how men treat women and stuff like that. And, yo, expand your mind, homie. Stay woke, fool. It's a good show. It's funny. It's funny. It's got, definitely takes on some cool little uh, storylines. Uh, he's got this one of his best friends is one of these cats who's like a paraplegic. He's like in his wheelchair and he's like he looks like that guy from uh, the Theory of Everything. Uh, yeah, he kind of was like that dude. Obviously, he's a real person who's also acting, and he uh, nails it, bro. He nails it. He's just being himself, you know. Doesn't want to be felt sorry for, 
and uh, they don't treat them differently, and it's pretty cool. All right. All right. So that's two. All right. Check this out, though. I was going to bring this up on the American wannabes just to have some fun and, of course, the guys to clown on me a little bit, stuff like that. But I've been watching this fucking show. It's on Netflix. And I only stumbled across it because I was watching it with my five-year-old son, Nicholas Garcia. All right, my youngest. I had him on Thursday and I had him on Friday for a little bit until his mama came out of work. Then that's, that's when I dropped him off on Friday. So I have him with me, and his mom is like, hey, uh, I put on this show for him. I was watching with him the other day. He liked it. He really seemed to enjoy it. It's called Babysitter's Club. It's on Netflix, dying. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not going to watch some Babysitter's Club. Fuck out of here. And uh, she's like, yo, no, try it. You know what? He likes it. He'll do it for him. At least put it on for him while you're doing something else. I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever, yeah, yeah, maybe, we got a chance, yeah, yeah. Uh, my son is like, hey, Dad, when we're eating, we're going to eat, and I put on TV and shit, I'm like, what do you want to watch, food, you choose, dog, whatever, look at get us away. And he's like, I want to watch that show, and then, uh, he doesn't say the name of the show, Babysitter's Club, but he, like, describes it, the one, but he's like, show about the girls who take care of kids, and I'll, I'll know it when I see it. And I'm like scrolling, I have an idea, like I already know, like, oh, this was talking about that show. So I go to Babysitter's Club, I find it, I put it on, fuck it. It's his choice, he wants to see it, let's do it. Chingasumare, we're having lunch, chilling in the living room, let's do it. Get on, episode one, die. I was like, whoa, that was pretty good. They're like 30 minutes episodes, of course, right? It's new, it's a new sitcom, I believe, on Netflix, just dropped. About Babysitter's Club, the books. I mean, we've all seen the books. We've all heard of the books in school, right? And so I see episode one. Huh, pretty good. Next thing I know, I'm like in episode five with this food, dog. I'm watching the whole fucking season. I'm a, Alicia Silverstone comes on this show, bro. Clueless. My fucking, she was supposed to be my baby's mama, dog. She's all old now. She's like 50. She's, there's still a little, little, little Alicia Silverstone in her. But she looks a little she looks a little rough around the edges. It's all good. It's what happens. We're all gonna go there. Right? We're all getting there. But to me, shit, shit. I still hate it. I still fucking love to be with her. Anyways, that's Alicia Silverstone. She's in this shit. She has one of the moms. And so the show's about the babysitters clubs, about like five chicks, right? Five little chicks. I I'm middle school, I believe. I think they're even sixth graders. Maybe I, I believe they're sixth grade. And I mean, overall, the fuck, for being a kid's show, dog, for being a kid's show, this is a good show, fool. And reason being is that I just, I just appreciate the subtleness of what they're trying to accomplish, fool, right? They're telling the story, right? And they're not all up in your face. They're not trying to be fucking super hipster, super funny, super quirky, super cute, super silly. They're not, fool. They're not trying to be that. They're just telling a story, dog. And they're and they're taking you through this little fucking trip where you're like, yeah, that's cool. That's do-. they delivered a, the. I am always about good acting. For if there's good acting, I'm with it, dog. Like it's all about the acting to me, dog. The acting and the storyline, bro. And obviously, casting has a lot to do with that, right? Goes hand in hand. And 
these little four, it's like, it starts, it starts off with like four chicks and they add like a fifth chick later. You obviously you got to see the show, but they start with these four chicks, right? And each one of these chicks have a cool little person, pers- persona, basically a character. They each have a different character, dog. And you buy into every character they have, fool. And this is what I appreciate about a show like this. Like, it's not like your other shows, fool, that you've seen on Nickelodeon and Disney Channel all these years, bro. It's not like we're the funny, cute, eccentric, nah, and then we got the villain and the bully and and the fucking mean teacher and the mean counselor and the mean parent. Nah, dog, they don't, they don't have, like, the villains, dog. They just deal with everyday life, dog. Like, there's no bullies. There's no, I'm going to fucking steal your bike or don't come down this block or I'm going to take your shit or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to fucking... Uh, a cyber bully you or make you feel like an ugly person. Nah, that, they don't have that shit there. At least not yet. I'm in episode four or something, four or five. At least not yet, dog. These chicks just deal with like, I don't, you got, it's very hard to explain, but I really appreciate that they're not doing all that other bullshit, right? They're not doing all these other goofy shit, dog. They're doing, they're simply about a group of girls who come up with an idea to make money and it's to and it's to take care of kids and they all have like their little strengths and their weaknesses and and they're at the end of the day they all respect each other they all care for each other and so they are like pulling for each other they all come from different backgrounds at home and then you got the asian girl the white girl the jewish girl the rich girl you got a little bit of everything right and then you got the mixed girl the half black half white you know, girl, and they all cool, have cool little dope stories, and then and they don't shove shit down your face, dog. Like they're not trying to show, they're not trying to shove women empowerment or or girls rule down your throat, fool. They're, they're just telling you a story, and you're kind of like buying it, and you're like, oh yeah, that's cool, oh that's dope, oh that's funny, oh that was cool, and you're the whole episode, you're like that, like huh, interesting, right? And you never be like, oh, these dumb bitches. Oh, get the fuck out of here. That's stupid. Oh, get, that's dumb. That's stupid. And I don't get that sense with these girls at all. So, I, I mean, I appreciate that. They all, they, of course, there's a theme and they're trying to get a message across, right? And there's there's all this stuff that's going on, you know. Again, they're also trying to keep, get, keep you woke in these situations. And, I, and it's cool. I like how, again, I'm watching this with my five-year-old son. He's enjoying it. I'm fucking 40, bro. I'm enjoying it. And that that's right? That fucking says a lot. Right? That says a lot. And we're both engaged. Uh the girls are obviously pretty. They're little girls. They're pretty and they're cool and and just like you just like you buy it. You just there. You're with them. You're you're along for the ride. And and they're it's good casting, good actresses. I trip out on these girls how they're really good actresses. Um, it's it must be hard to work with. I mean, I work with my boys all the time, do little sketches and skits. And I mean, they're not actors, dog, but they're around it and they see it and they study it and they understand it. So I mean, I'll give them direction on what to say and what to do when we do a sketch. And it's hard, dog. It's hard, fool. Even and they're playing themselves, dog. You know. And these girls are acting. They're like, I mean, she, they're probably like fourteen. They're playing. They're playing like twelve year olds, maybe, but they're actually like thirteen, fourteen year old girls. But they're still kids, man. And the 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 acting, the ah, cabron, way, cabron. Anyways, Babysitters Club. I'm sorry. Yes, Jerry G from HP is watching the Babysitters Club, and uh, that's what the pandemic life has brought me now for having no shows nowhere to go nowhere to be 
has brought me down to this fool. And uh, I never, you know, right now my manhood is rolling over its grave. But it's 2020, dog. You just got to go with the flow right now, fool, and just trying to get through this. 2021, I'm coming hard, dog. Coming hard, fool. Uh, yeah. I got in sick out on this. I'm writing. I know I say it a lot, but I, I am. I'm trying to write jokes, and it's not easy. And, and, I, and the reason I bring it up, too, is because saying it out loud, it, it's what keeps me wanting to keep going forward, right? So what is that? M- manifesting, right? When you're manifesting something out loud, right, it makes you want to fucking follow through. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'll stay up late for I can't sleep, and I start, like, and I write my jokes on my phone, on the notes, on my iPhone, on a notes pad, on the iPhone. I just start typing shit up, like, standing ovation, blah, 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 blah. And uh, I'll start writing like ideas of jokes, and then I'll go, like, it's late at night, like, one, two, like, after I'm done watching TV, I'm over it. And then I just kind of turn it off, close my eyes. And then um, your your mind starts racing a little bit, right? All the shit you got to get done, do. And then uh, little fucking ideas pop in my head about what if I talk about this? Or what about if I say that? Or what about this and that? And then I'll just take my phone out, right? And uh, and uh, start going at it with that. I'm looking for, uh, yeah, so I'm taking on my phone. Like, right now I'm working on a joke, on a joke where like... Uh, I'm like, dude, once this pandemic is over, man, my kids, I swear, I'm going to put them in all the schools. I mean, they're going to go to school seven days a week. I don't give a fuck. I'll find a thing to put. Like, they're going to go to catechism. They're going to go to Sunday school. They're going to go to traffic school. They're going to hit all the schools. You got a school? I got you. They'll be there for yeah, they're falling so behind. That's that cabron way. It's pinches niños way. Like, I'm trying to make them read or something, dog. Try to do something. It's it's hard. The motivation is tough. I I know a lot of parents are with me on this, man. It's the motivation for all of us, for us as parents and for them as kids is just not there. Especially at summer now where they're not even, they're already, you know, they already know they're not supposed to be in school right now anyway. So man knows way. And then, you know, so they've been like doing half ass school since March. So now that it's summer, they're like, fuck that. Fuck half ass school and fuck school, period. And they're not knowing if they're even going to go back in August. That also keeps, I mean, I'm talking like, they don't tell me this. I can just sense it. I feel it. I can imagine, you know, that. They don't give a fuck right now. Like, they don't even think, they don't even know they're going back in August, fool. Like, why even, you know? And again, that's not, that's not the right mindset, fool, right? For us parents to let them act that way. But we get caught up in it too as adults, right? I know I do. I get caught up in it as in, like, yeah, we'll fucking read a book tomorrow, dog. Or, uh, okay. All right, just one more hour of game, of video games, all right? And then that turns into two, two hours. Right, all right, all right. We're gonna turn off the TV at ten, and ten turns into eleven. Right, and you're like, "Fuck, fool!" It's that cabron way. It's it's. I don't know if any other of you guys are out there going dealing with this stuff, fool. Uh, with kids that are about teenagers and 
or younger, you know, in Piche, and I, Nicolás, with my five-year-old fool, as fool just started school, dog. he don't even know what school really is, dog, so he don't care, dog, he don't care, like, I gotta get ready for the first grade, fool, like, sh- Dude, he slept and he spent a night at my sister's house. And my sister's a teacher, and she's like, "Yo, man, your son, homie, you gotta, you gotta be on him. He's getting really lazy. I was trying to do some work with him in the kitchen, trying to have him write his name down and stuff like that. And he gave me some little pushback, fool. I said, I'm like, yeah, wait, let's way. He knows he's smart. He is a smart kid. He can write his name. He can write his last name. But if he don't have to, he don't want to, dog. So it's one of those things, uh, especially like if his parents are not around and." I don't know, dog. He don't talk back or anything. He just kind of give you like, oh, do I have to? Tia, do I have to? Yes, just write your name down. <sighs> Man. And he'll do it. But, I mean, that's where we're at right now, fool. You know? And my boys, my older, older boys, that's the way it is, man. They're, uh... They're really smart. They're really smart kids. They got we got the report cards. I don't even know fuck what these report cards even mean this year, but they came in, and one of them was like straight A's. Adrian Garcia, straight A's. Just the cabron, we let chaganas, we. He loves. He doesn't love school. He just fucking takes it serious, dog. Uh, straight A, A plus, A minus, A. Uh, there's a B plus in there, but pretty much straight A's, dog. Uh, five A's and one B plus. And then the other one's like he's got like two A's and like all B's kind of shit. Uh, Diego, the older, he's a little, he's a little lazier. You know, he's a little lazier, but I mean, when it comes down to it, he he gets done, dog. You know, but uh, you know, he's eighth, he's seventh grade. He thinks he's the coolest kid in school and shit. So he's a little lazier, but he's smart. Uh, and it's hard What are you gonna do How are you How are you gonna like Fucking not say No you can't play video games Or no you can't Fucking go outside and play When you're getting Straight A's And B's And A's All the time When they're doing their part Cause that's what I tell them And we tell His mom and I We tell them all the time Bro as long as you get Your shit done at school We can't push back for, We can't tell you Not to fucking do this Or not to do that As far as you know, The fun stuff you wanna do Alright but once you were fucking up in school, dog, there goes the PlayStation, there goes the Xbox, dog, there goes the sports, there goes the phone, foot. Fuck with us, dog. Try us, fool. Try us. And trust me, dude, like, they get it and they're on it. So now that summer comes, not summer, we're in July, fool. Like, you know, it's hard for me to tell them, turn the TV off, fool. And fucking, uh... What you know, like it's hard, dog, because they're getting their job. They did their part, fool. They did their part, dog. You know, um, so it's a cabron way. It's so it's this balance of like, like, hey, dog, uh, you came through on your end of the deal. I gotta come through my end of the deal, and that's why I'm always very cool with them, respectful. Uh, we don't buy them everything, of course, especially me right now. My money's tight right now on my end, uh. So I'm just trying to be a little bit more careful with my money, but there's really not much to where anywhere to spend it on, right? Right now we would be like in Disneyland with the Disneyland passes. We would probably be going out to the mall just for the AC, and we'd be going to the movie theaters, doc. That would be our fucking routine right now, fool. And that's what I do with them. Uh, their mom does pretty much a lot of the same stuff too, uh, similar stuff. So, but I, also I would be on the road right now. I would be out, you know. Making money for these activities, so that's gone, 
And everything else is shut down anywhere. So now it's like I got to find other shit to do. So if you guys got any ideas, man, let me know, dog. Let a brother know because it's it's, it's not it's that going on. Uh, we do some sketches here and there. We do some skits. Obviously, the the they look forward to the podcast. They really enjoy doing the podcast, and uh, I really thank uh, thank you guys for you know supporting it and the feedback you get. We I get you know especially with the kids on the show. You know they're not experts. They're not fucking professional podcasters or anything. Neither am I. Menos ellos. You know. So this is all for me. It's just an experience. It's like an internship. It's something for them to just get, uh, again, just experience and see if they want to pursue one day. Or it's all them. It's all them. I don't force them to be on it. Uh, I actually like not having them on it. It, I can go either way, right? I can go. I like. I like having them on it, and I like not having them on it, right? Because when I first thought about this, I'm like, yeah, I just want to do a podcast, just me, chatting it up with you guys, going over some of my thoughts, my crazy head, what I'm fucking going through here, and then bringing in my kids every once in a while. But you know, it turned into like my kids really want to be a part of it, so they got excited about it, you know. Yes, uh, okay, Nicolas hasn't been on it yet, but that's. Another story for later. It's just one of those things where, like, I kind of want to ease him into it because he will want to do it all the time. So I'm trying to, like, chill on that. Uh, anyways, I'm all over the place. I'm all over the place. one of those days. It's Sunday. Uh, I'm all over the place, Don. Um, it's fucking hot, dude. And... Uh, you know, I'm. So, um, I was supposed to be in Texas July fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth, and eighteenth, and all that weekend is gone. Right? Um, I was supposed to be there. Uh, believe Wednesday, no Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday full. And that whole weekend's been postponed. Um, even though those, those comedy, some of the comedy clubs I was going to be at are still open at fifty percent, which I don't mind. I just felt at this point in time, it's just best for me to push that back. Uh, as much as I need the money and the work, I just, I think I decided my family, you know, as corny as it's going to sound right now, it comes first, fool. Like, uh, I can't be going out there right now, fool, and just endangering the people I live with, fool. You know, the roommates and, of course, my kids. And uh, I go see my mom, like, once a week, and I want to continue to do that. I don't want to have to, like, quarantine myself or not be around her for a long extended period of time uh and a lot of that shit went through my head talked to the baby's mamas the baby's mamas is like yo don't worry about it you know we got you um i'm not broke i'm just not where i want to be and that's kind of the stress itself right um so I, you know, I, I, the baby's mom was giving me good feedback. Both of them, good people. We talk it out. What do you, they, neither one of them were happy about me leaving anyway. Uh, but I told him I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do it. This was a couple of weeks ago before we canceled, uh, postponed. And so they were not too happy about it, but they understand that I can't just be sitting around my ass all day, every day for this long. And they get it. And so, you know. They're like, whatever, handle, just be careful kind of shit. Uh, but after what happened in El Paso, being out in El Paso and then being canceled after the first night and then uh, shit going crazy in Texas like that right now with the numbers of people being infected, I think that's a decision where I made. I go, you know what? I think we just got to just shut down this shit for a good while again. And 
I think July is fucked. I think July is gone for us as com- as comedians. Uh, and so, yeah. Uh, with that said, I still got July 30th on the books. It's still on the calendar, and it still hasn't been. It's not being postponed. As I end of this weekend, I talked to my manager. Uh, I, we're not postponing. We're gonna try and move forward with July 30th at San Antonio. Laugh out loud. That show's still on. The next day, we're gonna be in Waco, Texas, with Chingo Bling. I'll be opening for him. That's his show, but I'll be there since I'm out there already. I'll just stay there and do that show. And then uh, that's it, dude. Just those two shows, and then come back. Um, so this another reason why I'm agreeing to do it is just like get in, get out kind of shit. Uh, so I'm just hoping that doesn't get postponed. I love San Antonio, and I I, I love going out there to perform. And I've never been a Waco. I've never performed a Waco before, so I kind of want to see that how that goes down. Um, so. Those shows, as far as we know, are still on the books, and uh, I'm, I, that basically that means I'm not working right now until July 30th. For, and so, está cabrón, güey. Está cabrón la cosa, güey. Um, pero after that, and I don't know another gig to like late August, and we'll see how that goes down. Uh, but we're, we're doing what we can here, trying to stay busy. And I appreciate you guys all supporting us, uh, backing us up, and just listening. And, uh, you know, American Wannabes, just, we're, we're trying to make some moves there as well. We're trying to figure out what our next move is. And obviously, I keep bringing up Patreon and shit. Uh, but uh, it's, we just want to do it right. We really want to do this right. We meet, and we talk, and we complain, and we vent, and we fight. And then we're back to the table, and I think at the end of the day, you're gonna get a good product on on on, on cameo on fucking uh, on Patreon. You're gonna get a good uh, product. We don't want again. I've said this many times. We don't want to charge you motherfuckers for anything that we can't follow up on or follow through on. So we want to make sure that we can do what we promise we're gonna do on these Patreons because we understand your money means you know is fucking important. And and anyone who's willing to donate on the Patreon for us, we have to really come through for those people, die. And that's been my push. That's where I come from all the time. Because we all say things. We all say ideas. We all say we're going to do this. We all say we're going to do that. But until I, I, I know for sure or we all know for sure, that's going to go down. I, I don't want to even go there. The Patreon is set. Thanks to Christian who put it together. And this it's right now we're just kind of listing. Okay, if they give us this much money, we're gonna do this for them. If they give this much money, we're gonna do that for them. And we're gonna do this much money, we're gonna do this for them. We want to make sure that those things that we're promising, we're gonna be able to accomplish that. And that's pretty much where we are with that. So, nos que no queramos, wey, pero, and we uh, we thank you, all you all you motherfuckers out there. Thank you for uh, asking and and ready and getting ready for that shit. Uh, speaking of Christian, fucking, I heard his podcast, dope, right? I don't know if you would heard it. Very good. Uh, he got a little music and shit. He got a little fucking, he went a little all out, you know? Must be nice having a wife working at TMZ. Uh, nah, dude, I, it was great. Both of them, uh, Crystal and him and then Fernie got on for a little bit. Jumped on it. Jesus got jumped on it. That's that's how. That was a Friday after we recorded our shit. I came into the room, started watching Netflix. It was just unwinding a little bit, and they fucking were into. They went into Fernie's room and did. I, I, I was hearing them. I just didn't want to crash the party. I was hearing them. Um, 
But I think it's good, man. I really like what he's doing. He's got the little segment shit going on, and uh, I love it. I love it. Um, Jesus should drop soon. Jesus is a little bit of a perfectionist. He gets all up in his head about what he wants to do. He has all these ideas, great ideas, but for them to come to reality, it'll take him a little while, right? First, he's got to learn. He's got to learn how to read. And, uh, nah, but he'll get it right. He's just very, like, wants to get shit done. He gets all, he puts all his whole heart and effort into one thing like this. And so I think it's just that's why it's taking him longer. Me, I was just, I heard about it. I was all about it. I'm down with it. I've been wanting to do it anyway. So once this idea came up and was proposed on the table, like, we should all break out and do our own shit on the side to bring in more fucking awareness to the podcast. I was all for it. I got a little excited myself. I said, it's simple. I just pulled out my phone, my iPhone, and started recording off the iPhone memo, uh, voice voice memo. And uh, that's how I've been doing it. You know, I bought myself a little Zoom thing. It's a little microphone. I bought that now for when I have the kids. And I'm still fucking with that. I got the homie Ruben uh, Urea, who's helping me uh, edit it and upload it. And um, I went through Anchor. To get it done, it's just because it's easier. It's an easy platform, and it's just quick, man. These guys are taking their time. They're going through iTunes and Spotify to get, the, you know, legit shit right there going. I'm just doing it more for like fun. If this shit gets any bigger, of course, we'll look into more bigger fucking ideas. I do want to put it on YouTube on my YouTube page, at least clips of this um, podcast. And uh, that's our next step. That's next step. Uh, we tried it with the kids last time, but something wouldn't happen with the camera and it didn't record right. So when I had the kids last time, we were actually recording on camera. Uh, but no sé, no sé. I don't know. No sé grabó. I don't know what happened. Huh. All right. It's been about 40, 45 minutes. Uh, so where we at? Uh, I know I've said a lot. I'm fucking still high on my coffee. I've been drinking coffee. And... Uh, but other than that, hang in there. Please keep the comments going. I do appreciate you guys putting comments on the iTunes and uh, on the Spotify's and stuff like that. Por favor, rate it. Uh, this helps with the podcast being relevant, and it'll be easier to find when you search it. If no one's commenting and no one's rating it, it, it just gets lost, right? It's just when you put up Jerry Garcia, they'll be like, who? Right? Or... It's not going to come up easy. But if there's people commenting, putting their, you know, and rating it, it's just going to, it's all in the algorithms, doc. It's all in the algorithms, fool. So if there's that more of that going on, it's just, say it's more relevant, right? It's just more like word of mouth shit. And let me know, dude, uh, what you guys think, how you guys feel about it. Uh, I'm trying to keep this one family friendly as much as possible. So you can definitely hear this on the, in the car or at home when, when there's family around, when there's kids around. I'm trying to keep it. That's kind of like my little angle. It's not always going to be like that. I would drop some F-bombs. I would say some bad words. Yes, of course. But I'm going to try and keep it to a minimum where you can feel comfortable watching, I mean, listening with anyone around. Cool? Even at work or some shit. And uh, that's kind of like my little stick. We all have a little stick going. But, uh, yeah. Send me any questions. Any questions you got for the kids. They're, again, excited and, and happy to hear from you. Uh, and uh, I really appreciate the feedback I've already been getting from this And uh, I can't wait to continue this uh, This has been fun Fun as fuck man And I really enjoy doing it 
Uh, I'm trying to think before I sign out if I got anything else I want to talk about. Uh, yes, to recap, The Marvelous Mrs. Myself, Amazon Prime. Check it out. All right. If you like comedy, if you're a fan of stand-up comedy, if you want, if you're already intrigued by our business and what we do, they hit it on pretty good. Again, this is 1958, 59, and 60. Right? Times were a little different, and it's in New York, but they hit on a lot of the same problems and issues that we're going through today as comics, especially non, like, white male comics. <laughs> I guess I don't know. It's not that serious for me, but. Uh, it's out there It's a thing It's a thing um, But other than that it's, it, they, it hit it very well Very very well um, Then the next one is Rami R-A-M-Y I'm early I'm early on this Okay I'm only like an episode 4 or 5 I'm early on it But so far so good The guy The lead guy Is good He's cool Good little actor You can tell he's a young actor New to acting But He's Really He's good. I think he's a stand-up comic. I should have done my research before I did this uh, recording. I'm not 100% sure, but I think he is. He looks like one for sure. So I'm pretty sure he is. Uh, Rami. Okay. So that's Rami. And then Babysitter's Club died. <laughs> All right. I know, man. Babysitter's Club is something that I just it just surprisingly... Got to me in a good way. Like, yo, these chicks know what they're trying to accomplish here. Like, the director and the writers of this show. And I appreciate the freshness in this show, die. They could easily have gone goofy, right? And the same old shit, you know, that they do on the Disney Channel and the Nickelodeon shows. They could have easily gone that route, and they did not. And so that's what I appreciate about that show. And check it out. There's an there's an interesting episode. I don't want to spoil it, but there's an interesting episode about a uh uh not a tranny. It's not a tranny, die. But it's about a kid who, uh, you know, who. Como se dice somebody? Who a kid who thinks he's. A boy who thinks he's a girl. I was trying to find a proper, politically correct way to say it, but basically, the little boy thinks he's a he's a girl, and how they tackle it is pretty dope. Fool. Again, it's not shoved down your throat. It's not all up on your face. It's not like it's this way or in the highway. It's not. It's they it, it just like this. It's a subtle way of saying, "Hey, this is what's going on nowadays," and. Shit's crazy, but it is what it is, and you know, and it's not like they're fucking doing a march for this kid or a fucking no nah, way. It's just a subtleness, like hey, this kid's different, and just watch it, and you think you see like all right, I see what they did there, I see what they did, you know, you see it kind of coming right early. You kind of, like, put it together, but then how they tackle it is pretty cool. And, like, for example, like, again, I don't want to spoil it too much, but, like, just, I just appreciated the fact that it's four, it's four, it's like four chicks, right? Four girls, best friends, BFFs. They hang out all the time. But only one of them babysits this kid who thinks he's a girl, right? But... She doesn't go back and run and tell all the other girls, like, guess what, bitches? Like, she doesn't go do that. She just handles that situation on her own 
privately with her parents and like it's like one of those things where like it's like she didn't have to go out and look what I did look at the difference that I made look there's kids out there who are not feeling like themselves and like dude they didn't do all that they didn't do like fucking a whole thing about it they just like sudden it's a subtle thing where you're like huh they're dealing with that, but they're not, like, making a big deal about it. I don't know if I'm making any sense. I don't know if I'm making any sense, Don. I hope I'm making some sense out there. Just watch it. If you have kids, watch it. If you don't have kids, don't watch it. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> uh, it's just, let me know what you think. I don't know. I think I'm just getting older, fool, and I'm, I'm, I'm having a little bit more patience for this kind of shit, right? As a parent, you start to grow a little bit more patience about kids, and their, you know, and, and, and their turmoils, right? And so you kind of start like, huh, fuck, that's just what's going on out there? Damn. I don't know. Watch the show. See what you think. Marvelous Mizell. Rami's pretty fucking dope. And the Babysitter's Club. <laughs> All right? Give me shit. Don't give me shit. I don't give a fuck. Have a great one. I'm trying to keep the show clean. I'm sorry. Have fun out there. Have a great week, man. Enjoy yourselves. It's July 12th, Sunday. It's not always going to be July 2020. Let's get through this shit, man. And have a great one. I'm Dre Garcia. Hasta luego, carones. Vámonos, recio.